Hello and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode seven. Welcome back to another week and another episode. I hope you're keeping well and keeping safe. I hope you're smashing through all of your podcast goals so far this year. This is episode seven and it's all about podcast technology. And I'm joined by a guy that was um, on the show back in episode two where we spoke about Amy and the development side of things. His name's Pierre. He's a really cool guy. And I'm going to grab his uh, grab his his big brain again and talk about some podcast tech. So here at Captivate, we love to get geeky about that stuff. And uh, as we're designing new features for the platform, it's that stuff that really powers all of it, you know. So the tech stack and our dev environment, the dynamic content engine with Amy and stuff, it's all that stuff makes uh, Captivate zip along like the old '89 Batmobile. And so uh, it also enables our content creators to get on. And just do what they love doing, which is making and growing their podcast and not having to worry about if Captivate is offering up, you know, the, the latest tech and features and stuff. We've got all that covered with our team. So this week I was chatting with Pierre and um, like I said, he's one of our developers, very cool guy. And uh, we dive into some things like podcasting 2.0 and some other industry stuff. So yeah, enjoy that chat with Pierre. Welcome to Captivate Insider episode seven. And I am joined once again by our main man, Pierre. How are you doing, dude? Hi, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day, so I'm happy about that. And yourself? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, it's um, in contrast to yesterday. If anyone's listening, we're you can tell from our accents we're here in the UK, but yesterday was a very, a very dreadful, dark and gloomy, windy, rainy day. So it's nice <laughs> to have a bit of sun. But yeah, so welcome back on the show. It was good to we had some good feedback when you were on back in uh, last month for episode two, where we spoke about some of the development side of things through amy our content dynamic content engine which was good so welcome back it's good to have you here we're going to talk about some podcast tech this week so nice. uh, listener get your um get your technology hat on or your your dev hat on whatever but uh, we won't go too too geeky so if you're not if you're not a developer or you're not into the tech side don't worry we won't go too geeky but um yeah before we get cracking dude how is everything podcast wise and uh captivate wise you're all good yeah everything's moving along very smoothly uh We've got some interesting releases coming out soon that uh, I'm pretty hyped for. We have. Yeah, we've got some cool stuff landing. Uh, yeah, we've got some cool stuff landing very uh, uh, imminently, which is good. So I'm glad you, you all do. Let's um, let's kick straight off. So you've been building software and apps for a while now. And uh, in terms of the podcast industry specifically, what was the state of the, of the technology uh, when you first jumped into Captivate industry stuff? I think it was kind of... Um, I got the sense that it was sort of catching up a little bit, um, like that it had suddenly had a bit of a kick and was sort of kind of very rapidly or maybe not so rapidly um, trying to like modernize in some in, in some way after it felt like a few years perhaps of uh, not so fast movement. Um, that was the general sentiment that I got when I when I first started, and like, I don't know, maybe I felt like some people were moving more slowly than maybe the market would be driving them um, mm. if they had some harsh competition. <laughs> I read you, I read you, and uh, yeah, just reading between the lines there, I think um, there was some. I think the perception was there were some companies that were happy just to to be where they were i guess yeah and, yeah not really push you know push the the tech side of things to enable their their podcasters and content creators to um to move forward as quickly as they potentially could do 
Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I guess. I'm just trying to remain very political. And, and... <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, it's cool. So um, I think that was a, I, I think that was and still is a, a, a common conversation that happens across um, various people at, that work, not just us at Captivate, but various podcast hosts and people that run networks and content creators alike and so on, that although the podcasting industry has been around for for going on a couple of decades now at least, I think, the, the tech side of things that powers it has moved really slow and potentially stagnated here and there. Would you agree? Yeah, and and I think I sort of also maybe see why. Um, it's a massive industry and it involves a huge number of people. And whenever you have a vast number of people having to like agree on how everything's going forward and they're all trying to like, you know, not put themselves in a bad position and they're trying to, you know, they've all got their own personal interests, which is just, you know, totally natural and part of everything. Things are going to move slowly because even if you all sort of agree that, oh, this thing would be really cool, you probably disagree slightly on like, oh, this part of this thing is the really important bit. So we should focus on this other you know, this other part. And then because there's some gridlock of like two people or not even two people, hundreds of people all sort of chipping in going, well, actually this thing is the thing that matters. Um, it just takes a while for even fairly basic things to be agreed on and settled. And then ev- and then once everyone's using them, once the market's taken, taken it up, then, you know, there's pressure on distribution platforms to start supporting it. And there's pressure on, you, you know, players to start supporting it and then once you've got a critical mass it's like you know if you're not supporting it you're you're in the dust and <laughs> yeah that's probably another reason why it it, it moves somewhat uh, glacially um but i do think that there are ways around it like you don't necessarily need to like there are some features that you don't need to really care about what the whole industry is doing you can just sort of make your part of the process pretty good. And then you can move actually quite quickly on that because, again, you're not involving a million people in your decision. Um, yeah, and that's, I think that's a trend across multiple industries. So, yes, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's, um, yeah, I think you can, what's the phrase? You can, uh, something about the pathways, um, the, the cow paths, uh, making your own cow paths, I think, yeah. is an analogy that's, uh, yeah, where you, you, yeah, so you don't have to go along the common path. You can sort of cut across and, and do your own thing. And I think uh, at Captivate, we've done that a lot. Uh, we, we, we've relied on the the common technology aspects of, of, of the everyday pod, you know, RSS feeds and XMLs and all that stuff that you would expect. But I think at Captivate, we also, uh, we also forge ahead and just do our own thing everything around around that is all built around you you guys very talented putting the the environment together and everything so i would agree with that and i think that's going back to what we were saying about there are potentially certain companies that you could see were moving forward relatively quickly and other companies that you could see were just happy to like here's your rss feed do your thing and uh give us a call if it doesn't work you know so i think that's maybe it where you know they they focused on the on the basics of the, the podcast tech and not really forge their own path into stuff. But yeah, um, I wanted to get forward and just bring a part of a question um, f- uh, forward, uh, which is related to that. So many uh, 
content creators, especially newbies into the into the industry, whether you're a podcaster or you're you know, you, you're about to set up a network or something like that. There's this um, perception that the the industry is actually managed or governed, I guess, by uh, some of the big cheeses, quote unquote. So companies like Apple and Spotify, um, they, they're almost perceived as like they, these guys are running the show, but mm. that's not actually the case, really. But it's just that perception. So do you see? Do you see that? Um, that that needs to be a shift a little bit and we'll come on to why that might be later but um yeah it's a bit of a thing isn't it it's like you yeah. think apple just runs it or spotify yeah i think it's a it's a real tricky one because i definitely feel like um decentralization and that kind of thing is valuable in general um you know i think that the the foundations of the web were um trying to make things a bit more decentralized. And yet what we've ended up with is kind of a centralization of power uh, around fairly large um, players. Um, And yeah, I don't think it's necessarily healthy for uh, just a a couple to um, dominate the field. Like if we implemented some amazing feature, but some huge behemoth that did not support it or like immediately crashed upon seeing a feed that contained that feature um that would be really bad so far that hasn't happened but like the fact that it's kind of a risk i Mm, think is a really strong motivation for it to be a bit more um be a bit more decentralized at the same time i think you do have to acknowledge that it is at least at the moment a little bit centralized so you can't just totally ignore the big players. You can't just go, well, our thing will not work on Apple or Spotify or Google because you're going to be cutting out a huge number of listeners um, by doing that. So you have to like walk this awkward tightrope of, you know, doing things that maybe are a bit esoteric and weird, but at the same time not losing the the huge bulk Um and yeah, I think it would be a, a overall benefit if we could find a way to um, decentralize the just that whole, the whole industry really, and make it a bit more, um, you know, by the public for the public, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I think that would be really good, healthy, um, and would yeah. provide the larger companies with some incentive to change um, in various ways. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And uh, we still hear it today um, where new podcasters and new content creators are using phrases like, I'd like to get my, I'd like to host my new podcast with Apple because that's where all the listenership is. And you don't have to explain, well, you're not actually hosting it with Apple. They're just a, you know, a a directory for all intents and purposes and stuff like that. So there is still this, uh, even today, uh, day to day, uh, currently it's, um, it's still that thing. So yeah, it's interesting because um, there there are some things that are sort of bubbling around in the background at the moment, and one of those things is the the podcasting two point initiative. That's this very open source um, sort of drive to try and get some more functionality and and advancement uh, happening within podcasting. But does that so some of the aspects? I mean, we use a little bit of it here at Captivate, and uh, but does the the capability of what that offers does that excite you as a developer working in in the podcast industry? I mean, I think there are, there are sort of two things that kind of excite me about it. Um, there's the like 
community like it seems like this is a concerted push by a lot of um different people from across industry to um make things better and i think that that is always just like really valuable um i think that that is some of what's pushing the sort of discussion forward with regards to you know how exactly we're going to improve you can't just complain about it you have to try and do something um and yeah i think that that is i think that's really really cool um there are a few sort of features that i can see that uh uh, perhaps coming down the pipe um that yeah I'm, I'm pretty excited about uh with regards to that mm. uh, specifically um i think in general just just trying to develop standards from a podcasting perspective is a really good thing um and you know there's stuff like um links to other podcasts which i think is just a thing that is it like there's discoverability is one of the main reasons I think why various large p- powers are um, have become popular is like oh yeah you can discover new stuff on their platform and like in in order to get around that I think you just need to have discoverability built into um, the spec itself so that you can start um, yeah just in general decentralizing that that kind of aspect so yeah I think I think. There's some really exciting stuff um, in podcast. Uh, they're calling it podcast 2.0. Yeah. 2.0 indeed. Yeah. They're a, a, a generation behind the web because <laughs> web maybe, 2.0. Maybe. Was a th- <laughs> yeah. I remember going through the whole web 2.0 thing many moons ago. Mm. And um, what's interesting about that is the the web 2.0 stuff was more around, I feel anyway, more of a, a visual design thing yeah it wasn't so much powered by features and tech it was more of a we need to start adding glass (laughs) you know things you know looking sort of you know uh more realistic and 3d so shadows need to be better and this glass effect and yeah glass buttons and whatnot but um uh one thing that's that kind of uh it's kind of a tenuous link i guess between the two that you meant you know we talked about podcasting 2.0 and the move to more and sort of decentralized approach to how we manage all of this stuff and the the new the new traction within the sort of the wider internet is this web 3.0 now or web 3 mm. and the kind of the kind of link because the the driving force behind the web 3 stuff is this sort of token based blockchain approach to decentralization and and uh having it more open which is uh the the podcasting 2.0 stuff is it, like you said, there's a concerted effort to try and get that in the same direction as well. And there are some likenesses as well. So within 2.0, there's this value for value thing mm-hmm. uh, as part of that, which is a way for content creators to receive direct payments from supporters and listeners via Bitcoin and, um, uh, you know, that whole blockchain stuff. So um, do you feel there could be some kind of uh, what's the word? Some kind of crossover at some point where the Web 3.0 would go. Uh, they're still not sure yet on if that's going to be the final play because that's in its very early infancy and early infancy. That's in its infancy. And um, and that's still, I don't know, there seem to be so many variables that one week everybody loves 3.0 and it's amazing. And then the following week, 
something's crashed with Bitcoin or Ethereum or something's gone, you know, uh, yeah. someone's thrown a spanner in. And then it get resets, it gets reset and everybody's like, well, we're not really sure on 3.0 now. I feel like podcasting 2.0, that initiative, has a lot more of a focused direction. And I feel like the people behind it are more you know less wishy-washy with you know this week's fad for whatever layer of you know they've put on bitcoin so do you think there'll be a a crossroads with that stuff at some point yeah i mean so i think that um there are certain things that uh stuff like blockchain can um address um such as security like i think um there are certain aspects or possibly not even um, there are certain ways that you can address um, certain types of problems using blockchain adjacent technology. Like I think there are some things that banks could be doing um, that uh, cryptocurrencies currently are doing that would be good. But overall, I'm I'm not super convinced by a lot of this technology. Like I, I think I see what the motivation is. I think I see the like decentralization as being like this really cool thing. And as I was saying, like I, I think that, that there's stuff in podcast 2.0 that is like pointing very much in that kind of direction. Um, but I don't think that specifically blockchain um, and the web 3.0 stuff addresses those kinds of problems in a way that doesn't cause massive fraud. So I'm kind of, I'm a little bit like skeptical of it um and i think that that one of the one of the sort of iffy things is that blockchain and cryptocurrencies in general tend to um centralize wealth into a very small subset of owners and that seemed seems like that's actually kind of the opposite of the stated goal and it's like if you if you were an early adopter you are you might actually have a disproportionate say in this sort of democratic uh environment um yeah and so i'm a bit i'm a little bit skeptical that that will be the future of the web and specifically podcasting i think for things like donations it's like fine to do that kind of um thing because it's very hard to defraud somebody out of a donation to a service that you are ongoingly providing so like mm. you know if some if you have a podcast that's going on People know you have the podcast that's going on. They might donate to you in whatever currency they feel like. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think when you start getting onto more physical products, um, it becomes way harder to for it to work, you know. But obviously, podcasting is mostly a digital product, um, and you can you can actually guarantee that somebody was delivered the MP3 file uh, in a way that you can't, you know, know that the car that you bought was actually delivered um mm -hmm. uh, and so perhaps it gets around some of the problems that uh i see with blockchain and cryptocurrency um but i don't want to i don't want to be a a downer on on on, <laughs> on on all tech i i just think that there are like um open and uh freely available and better ways forward um, like that thing I mentioned earlier, the, the fact that podcasts can connect to each other, I think would tremendously benefit decentralization in the podcast space in a way that like, I don't necessarily see blockchain doing the same thing. Right. That makes sense, dude. Yeah. You're not a negative ninny. I think a lot yeah. of, <laughs> I think a lot of, uh, a lot of us share this apprehension around the, uh, 
the, the decentralized stuff. And I think maybe it's because it's been tarnished a little bit by the financial side of things with blockchain. Uh, I think maybe that's why the podcasting 2.0 stuff is still seems fairly um, uh, fairly trivial from from somebody looking in from the outside that doesn't want to dive in too deep. It's like, okay, you guys want to implement that bit of tech and that bit of tech, and that seems fairly harmless and all that stuff. But when you talk about, as soon as you mention blockchain and Bitcoin, it just throws up red flags of people losing millions of dollars and pounds and, you know, stuff's gone wrong with the tech somewhere and somebody didn't save their wallet properly and, and all yeah. that lot. So maybe it's been tarnished a little bit by the the the, the fiscal side of uh, implications, yeah, possibly. But um, there's there's some other, yeah, the other little bits and pieces within 2.0 that sound fairly cool. I'm really not sure on the pod ping thing, this whole blockchain-based rss feed replacement thing that's an interesting one but is there anything within 2.0 that's you've got your eye on that looks uh, pretty cool um i think that there are some uh sort of there are some like more basic uh things that i think have been sort of long overdue like um the ability to in some ways um provide multiple audio files or possibly even alternative media like alternative media like videos um, images it just enriching the content um, in various ways I think I think that that is much like is very exciting um, I think that uh, making it possible for players and things to um, provide more information and more connection to the outside world I think anything that points in that direction is going to yeah actually help out podcasters and that's like the thing that i'm most interested in in general yes, yeah you get a gold star um, for that answer and yeah like links to <laughs> donation pages stuff like that i think all of that is 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 golden i think that's that's an excellent yeah, yeah. idea yeah, so top answer for that bit dude where it's um uh, anything that we uh, listener if you've if you've listened to to this show since we started or if you're a captivate user you will know that in any feature that we implement or release is all around helping podcasters do what they do essentially we will never just release a feature to say yeah this is what all the cool kids are doing so we've we've released it and will you find it useful no idea but it's cool so we'd, we'd never do that so yeah um gold star for that part of your answer dude so to 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 round this out then and uh, much respect for you guys because we're here at captivate we do talk about this stuff on a regular basis and we do talk about two point podcasting 2.0 and, and that kind of thing but you guys specifically you're the ones that has to sort of dive in and get your hands dirty and implement the stuff so much respect to you guys for um for keeping on top of it but do you think it's uh, this decentralized thing and potentially token-based stuff is the future or are you still sort of a little bit uh apprehensive around giving me a concrete answer on that <laughs> Uh, I can give you a concrete answer. I oh, it's don't a flat think note. it's the future. Right, okay. um, I, I I think it's just not. I think it's a Ponzi <laughs> scheme that is nice. as terrible environmental impacts and uh, and social bad social impacts and bad financial impacts and doesn't do what it promises. So I don't think it's the future, and I don't think it's um, like. I don't think if it were the future, I think it would be a bad future, but I'm more hopeful about the future. So I'm like, no, it, it's not. I I think that the future is in um, empowering many people, as many people as possible uh, to do like mm -hmm. as much as possible. Uh, 
and I think it, to those ends, it doesn't it doesn't work. So, a yeah. nice a nice flat answer. Nice, just pretty much now. It's not <laughs> the future. If you ask me for a flat answer, I'll give you a flat answer. This is what it's like working with Pierre, everybody. Every now and then we get these awesome 10 second answers, which are concise and good every now mm. and then. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, to end on more of a positive note, then we have got a couple of little leanings into 2.0 with some features we've got coming up uh, from Captivate uh, coming soon. So you excited about those? Yeah. Yes, I am. And I will remain mysterious because I'm not sure which of them I'm allowed or not allowed to talk about. Uh, yeah, ooh, we're in the final stages of testing those things at the minute. They'll be out the door soon. So no spoilers for now, but yes. yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming. So, okay, we're going to do it there, dude, um, for our chat for episode seven. So uh, a huge thank you for uh, for having a bit of a, a tea or coffee morning, I guess, to, to chat about tech uh, and taking time out of your day. Thank you very That's much, dude. really fun. Cheers, bye. Thanks. What a cool guy, eh? Very nice guy. Very uh, clued up on all this stuff as well. So thank you very much for taking the time out of your day, dude, to record with me. It was very very interesting and uh, a, a good deep dive into things like podcasting 2.0 and how that stuff might influence some of the you know Web 3.0 and a possible future for all that stuff. So very interesting stuff. Uh, that's it for episode seven thank you very much for joining me come back next week and remember to follow and subscribe to this podcast in your fave podcast app or just do a search for captivate insider love to have you as a regular listener as uh, each week i chat to a member of the captivate team so you can get uh, a peek behind the curtain of what we're up to and if you're not using captivate to power your podcast yet uh, you can do that with a free trial just head over to captivate.fm you can sign up for seven days completely free kick the tires see what you think it's so easy to get your podcast set up so if you're one of these people that have been thinking about a podcast for a while and you just haven't done it yet no worries just jump on seven days get it all set up see what you think and uh, get your new podcast off the ground and if you're an existing podcaster somewhere else that's all good you can still give us a try just bring your podcast over it's simple to do nice and easy and see what you think. I'm sure you'll be impressed. I'm very happy with the, the feature set and uh, and all the customer support and stuff that we offer here at Captivate. So captivate.fm, head over there and, uh, and get that set up. In the meantime, until next week, uh, have a good one. Keep smashing those goals and happy podcasting. <laughs>